So here's a quote for you. Imperfect action is better than taking perfect inaction. Oh, that's a good one. Let me say that one again. Imperfect action is better than taking perfect inaction. Well, no surprise, today's episode's all about taking action and specifically taking action before we feel ready to do so or when we're scared to do so. Because here's the thing, friends, we all know that to grow, we need to step outside of our comfort zone. That's not a surprise to anyone. But that means we need to be taking action even when we are terrified to do so. And because that action is usually something we don't know how to do yet, because it's something we haven't done, that's why we are growing, it's something we don't know how to do, it's not going to be pretty when we take that action. It's going to be imperfect. Think about the first time you tried to sing a high C or do a double pirouette. It's going to be imperfect. And so that is why we are not motivated to take action and why we don't want to take the action. And so we just stay where we are. We stay stuck. Well, let's get you unstuck. Let's give you some tips and tricks where you love taking imperfect action so you can grow faster than you ever have before. Hey there, welcome to Theater Life Uncensored, where we peel back the curtain and reveal to you what's really working in today's industry for theater artists just like you. That means you get to hear and learn how to surpass your career goals sooner and enjoy an easier, more peaceful life along the way. I'm your host, Jim Cooney, a New York City-based director-choreographer, and I'm also the founder of Amplified Artists, a membership community for theater professionals from performers to producers and everyone in between, helping you create a career and life you love. So we had taken a little break over the holidays, and we resumed last week by starting with one of our guest episodes. And I love the guest episodes. It's so great for you to see behind the scenes of how other people are doing things, to hear other perspectives, see other viewpoints, meet new people. It's just great. I love those episodes. But I also love being here solo with you where it's just you and me and we can sit down and have these chats where I can share strategies with you and tips and tricks. So I am so excited to be back here with you and to continue the rest of the season. Now, at the time of this airing, because we are coming back from the holidays, it's January. And this episode, no matter when you listen to it, it's going to be helpful to you. But for the people who are listening to it now in January, this is the time of year where everyone has their New Year's resolutions, everyone's fired up for their goals, they're in that action-taking mode. But here's the thing. Did you know that 92% of people don't hit their goals? 92%. This was a scientific study that was done. 92% of people don't hit their goals. And the reasons why all boil down to the same principle, self sabotage. It's not even an external factor. It's because people are self-sabotaging themselves and not taking action. They're not doing all these actions and steps and they're just not working. No, they're just not taking any action. So I want to get you into action. I want to keep you in action. And to do that, we have to understand one thing and make it very, very, very clear. It's what I said at the beginning of this episode. Imperfect action is better than taking perfect inaction. We don't need our actions to be life-changing or groundbreaking. We don't need our actions to be, quote-unquote, the best way to do something. We don't need to worry about what everyone else is doing. We don't need to do any of that because even the most imperfect action is better than the most perfect inaction. And by the way, that is a Harry S. Truman quote if you wondered who first said that. Now, before we start breaking down how to actually do this and take imperfect action, I want to give you a free copy of a resource I created that goes over the 20 essential building blocks of an artist's career and how you can book your dream jobs faster and easier and shows you areas where you may be missing 
this idea of taking action or taking imperfect action. It could be things you haven't even thought about because we all know that we should work on our talent and our skills and learn how to audition better. But there's a whole bunch of other ways that help us book these jobs. And so if you are not taking action there, this will help illuminate that for you. And so then you know where to go. And after listening to this episode, you'll be all fired up and ready to take imperfect action because you will have the tools from this episode. And so it's going to set you up for success. So to get a free copy of this resource, it's called Dream Career Blueprint. And to get it, just go to jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint. And I link to it in the show notes as well. Now, one of the things we talk about in that blueprint is expanding your network and building industry relationships. And one of the quickest, simplest, freest ways to do that is social media. So how about you and me? Are we connected yet on social media? If not, let's meet. Let's start a conversation. Let's start building these kinds of industry relationships. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Jim Cooney NYC. Come on over there. Say hello. Tell me you're a listener of the show. Let's start talking. Let's start building a relationship and expand our network together. Now, let me ask you two more questions before we dive in. First, are you subscribed to this show? It is the best way not to miss a single episode. So if you haven't done this yet, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player. And this also helps keep the show handy in your app for quick access to past episodes you may have missed. And my second question is, have you left the podcast a five-star rating and positive review? If not, could you please do that? I'm not asking this for vanity reasons, though it does feel great reading all of your comments. But the real reason is because it really helps more people find out about this podcast so it can help them like it helps you. This podcast is totally free and it's a way to help improve our industry and make it a better place for all of us. So if you want to join me in that effort, taking two seconds to hit a five-star rating or even just a few more seconds to leave a glowing one or two line review, it really does make a big difference. And so I thank you so much in advance for doing that. All right, let's talk now about imperfect action. And I want to begin with a story. This is the first time I came across this idea or learned about taking imperfect action. I was at a seminar. It was for all theater people and different kinds of artists. And the person leading the seminar had done all of these different kinds of things outside of the arts. All things that were disconnected, had no relationship to each other. Things like owning and running a business or being a pilot and flying planes, all these different things, right? And throughout the seminar, we were hearing him talk about all these different kinds of jobs he had and different industries he worked in and all this stuff. It was so impressive, but at the same time, kind of mind-boggling how someone could do all that. And someone finally asked him, how did you know how to do all these things? And his answer was, I didn't. I didn't know how to do them until I knew how to do them. No one knows how to do anything until they know how to do it. A pilot doesn't know how to fly a plane until they know how to fly a plane. Right? You can't just go to the classes and learn about the aviation and learn about what the buttons do and altitude and all those kinds of things. You actually have to get in the plane and fly. And it's not going to be perfect at first, right? Takeoffs are going to be rough. The navigation is going to be sloppy. The communication with air traffic control is going to be a mess. The landings are going to be bumpy. But you know what? After you do it and you keep practicing at it, you get better at it and it gets smoother. It gets easier. You learn by doing. And it was such a revolutionary moment for me because I'm like, yes, of course, that makes so much sense. How are we supposed to know how to do something until we know how to do something? It, it's crazy for us to even think that, right? It doesn't make logical sense. And yet that's what we do to ourselves 
We act like we need to know the answers before we can take any kind of action. So let's take this even a step further now using this pilot example. Imagine you're at the airport and you're waiting for your flight and the gate attendant comes on the microphone and says, hey friends, we have two options today. Option one is a pilot who has been flying for 10 years or the other option is a person who's been studying how to fly for 10 years. They've been thinking about flying, analyzing flying, mapping out ways to fly. Um, who would you prefer your pilot to be today? Well, obviously we're gonna choose the pilot who actually has the experience, who's actually been flying for 10 years. We trust people with the proven experience. And by the way, this is the same in our industry too. It's why casting directors and creative teams and producers, why they want to have trust that you can do this and why they wanna see you have experience so it proves to them that you know what you're doing, that you have done this. And while we're on this topic, there are so many other ways you can prove this without it just being that you've been in a show and it's on your resume, right? It's part of what we talk about in the Dream Career Blueprint that I mentioned a few moments ago. That shows you all the other ways you can demonstrate your skills like this and give people that confidence and trust. So I just wanna make sure here that we all understand this, that it doesn't need to be on your resume to have proven to someone that you can do it, right? But this is the idea that we have to prove ourselves before people trust us. It's just how it works. Now on paper, this all makes sense, right? If you got into an airplane and you had no training at all, you didn't do any classroom time, you didn't have any instruction or read any books and you just got into a plane and tried to fly it, that wouldn't work out well for you. Likewise, if we only ever stay in the classroom and we never actually get into a plane and fly, that's also not gonna work well for you, right? Neither way will you really know how to fly the plane. So we have to be doing both things at the same time or in conjunction with each other. And we know this, we know that taking some action is going to be better than not taking action, right? That is how we learn. So why don't we do it then? What's happening here? Well, there's a couple things. One of those is comparing ourselves to people who are in a different place than us, instead of comparing ourselves to the people that are at our own level. Now, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to anyone anyway, but we're humans, we're gonna do it. So compare yourself to the people that are at your level and at the same spot as you. So an example I can give you of this is when I work with dancers in colleges and universities and I'm helping them with their dance reels, one of the things I say from the very beginning is do not try to make your reel look like someone who's been in the business for 10 years. It's going to be impossible. They have 10 years of experience of footage from all the different shows and events and you know things that they worked on that they're going to be able to use. Your footage is going to be you filming yourself in a studio. But guess what? Everyone who's graduating college, everyone who's just starting out this business, what do you think their reels are going to look like? It's going to be all studio footage. So you are not going to be compared to someone else in terms of the footage and where it comes from. What we're trying to see when we're casting a project is your dance skills, your performance skills that you can compete on. It doesn't matter whether you're dancing in a studio or on a stage or making a million dollars while you're doing it. Your skills are your skills. That is what you're competing on. You can't compete on where the footage takes place when you are just starting out. So don't even worry about that. It's not even necessary and it doesn't even influence someone's decision, okay? So that's an example of that where we're comparing ourselves to something that's beyond where we are and that's unrealistic, right? It's going to be discouraging and that's gonna cause us to not take action. And by the way, when we look at someone and we say, well, they have it figured out, I need to be doing what they, they're doing, what does that even mean figured out? Because what they have quote unquote figured out is for them, okay? They have skills that you don't have and you have skills that they don't have. 
They have relationships you don't have, and you have relationships they don't have. You may look like the part, they may look like the part. They may have experience, you may have experience. You're two totally different people. You're going to go about everything completely different because your actions are going to be based on the people that you know and the places that you are and where you're living and what opportunities are available to you and all kinds of things. And what's going to work for you is probably not going to work for them and vice versa. And even further to illustrate this is they may be where they are just completely out of luck. They could have been at the right place at the right time, or they had some certain relationship that just took them along that didn't matter what they were doing. And so you're looking at the actions they're taking and you're thinking like, oh, they have this figured out. Look at their career. I want to mimic what they're doing. But in reality, nothing that they're doing is why they got to where they were. It was just pure luck. Okay. So you're doing things that really have no bearing on if that's going to help someone or not. And specifically, is it going to help you or not? Okay. So forget that. Forget comparing yourselves to other people and trying to do what they're doing or what you think is the right way because they have it figured out. All we need to do is figure out for you what is your right way. What is the best way for you? Another thing that we do is we tell ourselves stories and convince ourselves we need to do all these other things before we can take that action. So if we want to continue with that dance reel example, you would tell yourself, well, I got to figure out what song I'm going to use before I can start editing my reel. Or let's say you want to sign up for a vocal workshop. And you're like, well, I can't register for that vocal workshop until I know what song I'm going to sing. Right? We put these other things first. So we don't end up taking the action that we need to be taking, right? We do it out of order. The logical order of operations is that the workshop deadline is before the workshop starts. So the first thing we need to do is sign up for that vocal workshop before we can actually get to the workshop and sing the song. Same thing with the reel. We need to know what clips we're using to know what kind of vibe of a song we need to have that's going to make those clips come to life. So we can't do things out of order and put the cart before the horse we need to do things in the way that they make sense, all right? Also, that second step that you're worried about or that future step, we don't even know if that's going to be something that you need to think about. For example, if you sign up for that vocal workshop, maybe they email you and say, hey, everyone's going to work on this song for the first half of the workshop, and then the second half you'll get to pick a song. So right now, you don't even need to worry about it because you're just going to learn the one song they told you to sing. Or they might say, hey, here's a list of 10 songs you can sing for this workshop. Or, hey, we're going to do songs just by this composer. Or maybe you're listening to Spotify one day and it suggests a new song to you based on your listening history. It's a song you've never heard before. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a perfect song to sing. Right. So that might not even be something you need to figure out. And so why are we spending time figuring that out now instead of the one step that we need to take first, which is just signing up for that vocal workshop? Focus on the step that's immediate and that you need to take. Don't let yourself tell you all these other things you need to do first before you can take that action. Now, another thing that happens, and let's just be real here. Let's be honest. Let's just say the truth flat out. When we are quote unquote waiting to be ready, we are actually just standing still. We may feel like we are getting closer to taking action because internally we are building up our confidence. We are building up our motivation. So there's internal progress, but externally, we are nowhere closer to our goal. We are just standing completely still and opportunities are passing us by. But when we take action, when we externally move closer to our goals, also, guess what happens internally? We also grow because we also learn how to do it better. We get over our fears. Just like that flying example, we get better by doing. 
when you are doing, you are externally moving closer to your growth and to your goals, and you are internally moving closer to that as well. It's a double win. And the other thing is that's all part of this too, is we don't really know. Let's just be honest with ourselves, friends. We don't really know what the outcome is going to be until we do it. We can predict all we want, but the only way we're going to truly know what the results are is by doing it, especially in our industry where it's people who are hiring us. We can think about what they're going to like. We can hope they're going to like us. We can try to analyze it. But until we actually take our actions, we're not going to know what the outcome is going to be. Okay? So we have to take that action. That is how we know. That is how we learn. That is how we grow. So now with all of that in your head, let's talk about some practical strategies here. First, what if you took just 10%, just a little bit of time, 10% of the time that you normally would take by being in classes and learning and planning and analyzing and mapping things out, you took that 10% away. And instead of doing all that, you use that as testing time. You use that as trial time. You just dip your toes in the water. You're going to take some imperfect action. It's not going to be pretty, but you know that by doing that, you are going to learn, right? If it is working or not, if it's working great. Now you don't need to do that other 90% of the time that you are going to do with the learning and analyzing and planning. And if it doesn't work for you, now you know, and you can stop going down that pathway and stop spending time doing that and focus on something else. Okay. So it's going to get you to your goals faster by doing that. Now, obviously, if you're just doing 10% of the time, it's only going to incrementally get you there faster. So we would like to eventually get to 50% of the time you are doing testing and trialing and 50% of the time learning, thinking, analyzing, planning, all that stuff. Just like the plane example, if you're a pilot, 50% flying and 50% learning, you have to be doing both in conjunction with each other. So same thing here. The ideal ratio is 50-50. Now, if I just said that to you right now and just go out there and, you know, cut the time you're learning in half and go take action, that's going to be terrifying, right? You're going to, you know, slam the brakes on, come to a screeching halt. So let's just start with 10%. Let's just do that baby step and see how that goes for you. And then the next time you can do 11 or 12 or 15%. And then the next time you can do 20% and you can inch yourself closer because you are going to start seeing how much faster this is helping you get to your goals and how much faster you're growing. So you're going to be encouraged to keep doing this. There's a famous quote. And yes, I know another quote, but this is another good one. It's by Nelson Mandela. And he said, I never lose. I either win or learn. And that is exactly what we're talking about here. You can't lose because even if you quote unquote lose by hitting some sort of roadblock or an action doesn't work the way that you want it to work, you are going to learn from that. So you are still getting faster to your goal either way. So a lot of highly successful people use this concept and they say this phrase that they say running into the fire. And what that means is it doesn't matter how daunting the task is or how scary it may be. They're going to just throw themselves into that fire because they know it's the quickest way for them to conquer their fears. It's the fastest way to grow. It's the easiest way to get the information you need to make things better. You have to throw yourself into the fire. You just have to get into action and do it. Okay. Now, this is something I also tell myself when I'm nervous about something and I'm terrified to do something. I just think about throwing myself into the fire. I'm not just going to watch the fire. Even if I don't have the bucket that I need or the hose that I need or the water that I need, I'm going to just go there because if I stay here, that fire is not going to be put out. I need to run into the fire. It's going to be messy. It's going to be imperfect, 
but that's how I'm going to learn. That's how I'm going to grow. It's the same thing when people who are members of Amplified Artists come to me with their questions, their concerns, their frustrations when they're not hitting the goals they want to be hitting. And we talk about this and I encourage them to do the same thing, to run into the fire. Now, we all know what we should be doing. It's not a secret. We know deep inside what we should be doing, but we're just too scared to do that. That's what's happening. Right? We're not running into the fire because we're too scared of it. But let's focus on the outcome and what we are going to gain. Because even if we hit a roadblock, we learn, as we've said. Right, So we're going to move ourselves closer to our goal. So this is a way that roadblocks actually don't stop us. They propel us to our goals faster. That's one way they do that. Another way is that it closes down avenues where we would be spending time that isn't going to actually work for us anyway. So let's say there's 10 different ways you could get to your goal or to grow or whatever it is that you would need to do to take this action. And there's only 24 hours in the day. So if there's 10 different ways you could get to your goal or growth, then you take that 24 hours, you divide it by 10. That's how much time you have during your day to do those 10 things. But if an option closes, if a couple of those close and you're down to only seven ways, now you take those same 24 hours, you divide it by seven, now you have more time for each of the available paths that are open, which means the quality of your work in those paths gets stronger, which means you're getting closer to your goals and learning faster and better how to do it, right? So the, that's how this helps us in two different ways. It first teaches us, but then it also stops us from spending time in an area that might not be able to serve us, okay? So this is just one of the 10 core principles we talk about in A Course in Amplified Artists. It's called Slaying Your Goals. So if you are a member of Amplified Artists, I really recommend you go through the Slaying Your Goals course because we talk much more about how these roadblocks are not speed bumps, but they're speed enhancers and they propel you towards your goals faster, like I said. But that's just one of them. And there's nine other ones. So definitely watch the course and, and you can see how this all works and fits together there. But specifically with imperfect action, let's make this even more practical. Here's a trick you can do. Ask yourself, what is the scrappiest action I could take? All right, instead of trying to think about what it is, let's just keep it simple. Let's keep it basic. What is the scrappiest, most just running into the fire way you could do something? All right, for example, let's say you don't have a website. Even though it's 2023, we've been in the digital age for a few decades, you still don't have a website. Even though you know that if people like you at the audition, they're going to Google you afterwards and they're going to come to your website to learn more about you. But for whatever reason, you've been too scared. You haven't taken the imperfect action. You don't have a website. So we've got to fix that. So I'm going to ask you, what is the scrappiest way that you could build a website? And maybe what you'd say is, well, I'm not going to make it fancy. I'm just going to throw it up there. It's just going to be a one page website. It's just going to be my name, my headshot, my resume. I'm going to throw a reel on that I have or a video clip of something that I'm doing on there and contact info. Great. You could do that. You could just throw up a one page website and just have it be that basic. But let's go deeper. How could you make it even scrappier? So just keep asking this question. How could it be scrappy? What's the scrappiest thing you could do? You have an answer. Okay, great. Let's make it even scrappier. So let's take this example. How do you make that even scrappier? Okay, well, it's a one page website, but let's make it scrappier by not thinking about what the visual design is going to be, not spending time looking for a template. I'm just going to do a solid background like blue or black or just pick a color. And I'm not even going to pick a font. I'm just going to use the default Arial font and I'll make my name big at the top. And then I'll just pick a font size for the body text 
and, and that's going to be it. Great. You've made it even scrappy. You've made it simpler. You've made it faster to get done. Your website's going to get up there. All right. That's one way you can do it. The other question you could ask yourself, and it's going to lead you to basically the same answer, but it's a different way of, of thinking about it is if I had to get this done by the end of the day, what would I do? Right. You don't have time to build a full website. You have to just limit it to one page and get it up there. You don't have time to think of a design and a template. Just get it up there. You have to get it done by the end of the day. Or if it's a simpler action than a website, I need to get this done in an hour. What, what am I going to do or how, how can I get this done? What's the fastest? What's the easiest way for me to get this done in an hour? It's going to keep you from overthinking any of these things. Because here's the thing that we've learned, right? The only way to know if something's working is to try it out. So you might put that one web page up there and you might find that that's all you needed. You didn't need to spend time doing all these other things, making an about page, making a video gallery, all this other stuff, because this one page is working for you. And when you put it up, you realize you don't have all that other content anyway. So why make pages to house content you don't even have, right? That could be one thing you find out, or you could find out like, oh, you know what? I actually have like 10 clips I want to use. So this is going to be messy. I should have like a gallery of some sort. So I need to have at least another gallery page. Again, let's not put those steps first. Let's do those steps after once we've learned from doing the first step. Until you actually get your website up, you don't know what other pages you're going to possibly have. And so we don't want to think about that yet. All right. You might find you need it. You may find you don't. There's no way to predict it. We just have to test it out. And in fact, when we do this in Amplified Artists, we have a, a course in there called Irresistible Websites Made Easy, where we go step by step with you on making your website. But one of the first things we talk to you about is, is this going to be a one page website or is this going to be a full website with multiple pages? How much content do you have? Do you need to make it a big full website or can it just be one page? Again, what we talked about in the beginning of the episode, let's not compare ourselves to people 10 years down the line who have had a website for all this time. Of course, their website has grown and become more fancy as they've had it, but it probably didn't look like that when they first launched it. So let's not think about that. Let's think about just people who are just launching their very first website, who are just starting out, what's going to be expected to be on their website. And let's just do that and call it a day. Okay. We just want to take that first, that scrappiest action to get it done as fast as possible because we're going to learn and then we can improve it from there. All right. So this is, this is really baked in. I have to say to so many areas of Amplified Artists, we have strategic step-by-step -step game plans so you can get yourself out of thinking mode. And just follow the game plan. It's do this step first. Great. Okay, now let's do this step second. Okay, great. Now let's do this step third. The steps are in order. So you're not having to like pre-guess and put steps ahead of time that like we talked about. It eliminates that kind of stuff. And it eliminates the overthinking and the analyzing. And it gets you into action mode because the game plan has all the information. It has the stuff you need to learn and the resources and the support that you need but it also keeps you in action. We need to have both of those 50, 50% fronts moving, right? We need to have accountability. So we stay in motion. We have an accountability form in Amplified Artists. We do group challenges and other things that cheerlead you and help motivate you along the way. So since we're talking about all this, if you're like, hey, I'm not a member of Amplified Artists, this all sounds great. Well, come join us. We'd love to have you in our community. You can just go to amplifiedartist.life and I'll put that link in the show notes. But that shows you everything you get as a member and you can join us straight from there. So let's recap everything so that this is very clear and organized in your mind as you leave this episode. Imperfect action is better than the most perfect 
inaction. When we are not acting, we are standing still. We are letting opportunities pass us by. We need to get into action and to stay into action, even when it's imperfect. And by the way, it's probably going to be imperfect when we are growing. That's just how it is. So we talk about three strategies to do this. Number one, test and trial as soon as possible. Run into the fire. That is the fastest way you're going to grow. That is the fastest way you're going to learn. If you need to start just doing that 10% of the time, because that's terrifying enough, awesome. Start there. And as you do that more and more, the ideal ratio is going to be 50-50. 50% of the time learning, analyzing, planning, thinking about things. But the other 50% of the time, get into action. Test things out. Trial it. That is the only way you're going to know the outcome. You can't predict it. Number two. Ask yourself, what's the scrappiest action I could take? Or what is the scrappiest way this could look? Or if I had to get this done by the end of the day, what would I do? If I have to get it done in the next hour, what would I do? This is going to stop you from overthinking. Number three, when you feel that fear start to bubble up and you're too nervous to run into the fire, or you're too scared of it, remind yourself, you cannot lose. You will either win or you will learn. And learning is also winning because again, going back to the first point, that is how we grow the fastest way. So it is impossible to lose. You are either going to win or you're going to learn. There's no way to lose. So there really isn't anything to be nervous about. So what do you say? Are you ready to take some imperfect action? I hope the answer is yes. And I recommend you start by downloading the Dream Career Blueprint that I mentioned earlier. I'm giving this to you for free. So there's no reason not to download it and assess why things are or are not working for you and other areas where you should be taking action that you maybe haven't thought about yet. So you can get your free copy just by going to jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint or clicking the link to it in the show notes. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe. And while you're there, I'll just remind you again to please leave the show a five-star review, especially if you think this podcast will be helpful for someone else. And if you have any questions at all, just give me a shout on Instagram. I'm at Jim Cooney NYC. And finally, if you love the show and you want to help support it, leaving a small tip is greatly appreciated. It helps me recover the cost of the show, even if it's just a dollar or a couple dollars or whatever you feel like giving, it is greatly appreciated. There's a link in the show notes that shows you where to do that. Remember, there is no one on the planet who is just like you. Stay true to the gifts you have and who you are. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Now, here's a little preview of next week's episode. I will see you then. Dreams, they can change. They change. They evolve. But you have to let them. There are times in my life where I held on by my fingernails to one idea of myself, to one dream. And it wasn't until I let go and I let space in my life to be afraid, to not have the security and to have a little bit of fear, doubt, worry, but then you will rise. You will find, okay, I have space now. All of a sudden the phone rings. All of a sudden you see an ad, you're like, I'm right for that. So uh, I just say trust expansion and trust not holding on by your fingernails that I have to make this happen. I have to, because you need space to, to create art.